0: We have to go back. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Flashback Flix Retro Movie Podcast. I'm Ricky. I'm Grayson. And today we are taking a look back at the 1998 American superhero horror film, Blade. Yeah, starring Wesley Snipes. Wesley,
1: Wes, Wesley, 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 and Snipes. Wesley Snipes.
0: Now here's the thing. Now some some people would think, oh, okay, you know Blade, you know Morbius just came out. Like I, I get it totally. Marvel vampires. Yeah, it's been a little while. We've had several movies uh, come out in between episodes, so yeah. we also have the Batman. And like, I mean, Wes, if the Batman wasn't He's, taken. He's he's kind of like a bat. He's man. a bat man. Yeah. Yeah. And and Turning Red also released. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, that's so true. And so that's I so think true. this movie is has, I think this movie has been waiting in the wings for oh such a goodness. time You're, as don't this. Be too soon. Wow.
1: <laughs> wow. Ricky if if you just blow all the puns early uh, we're, this is going to be a very short episode uh, you're, Nay, you're right but... bite sized ah! ah! yes yeah it all has right. been a month since our last episode um Ricky and I were just recently talking and by recently I mean Two minutes ago, yeah, uh, yeah. just it was such a taxing sequelary. I think we all needed to. I think because this was the sequelary in in 2022, it was too oh, yeah. many twos, mm-hmm. and uh, and in that sentence, I spelled all the twos incorrectly <laughs> in the wrong spot. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's been nice to get refreshed, rebuild. We're coming back strong with Blade. That's and also, right. we got another blade coming out, which we'll talk. I'm sure we'll talk about in <sighs> recast yeah. and remake. Um, but this was such a delight and such a strong way to just kick the pointy teeth in on April and say, "Hey, we're back!"
0: Absolutely. Yeah, and this movie, I mean, here's the thing. A lot of people forget about Blade as uh, a franchise because it was eclipsed by so many other Marvel movies. Uh, But Blade was kind of the first one. The first Uh, of a lot of things, too. Yeah, uh, 98 uh, was Mm -hmm. its release. So here's something I think I should point out. This predates the Matrix. Wow. Uh, As far as a release. And like you, I watched this movie. I was like, "Oh, pulling a lot of Matrix inspiration." I see, but I was like, "Wait a second, no!" no. Slow mo, black
1: leather, quick cuts, just being cool to the bone. Yeah, dodging bullets, dodging silver bullets. bullets. Oh man, reclining chairs with injections. <laughs> yeah, All of it. Well, yeah. and and I I hear Blade come up whenever people say like, "This is the first of a thing," because. Be like when Black Panther came out. They're like, first black superhero. He's like, uh, what about Blade? Like, first rated R superhero. "Uh, What about Blade? Right. And so, yeah, Blade gets really just, like, slept on in a lot of ways. And it's incredible. Like, this was my first time to see this movie, and I'm ashamed at that. Because I was like... I would have loved this so much, oh, so yeah. much earlier in my life, um, and it's it's amazing. It's just amazing. If I had had time, I immediately would have watched Blade Two and, and Blade Trinity yep. uh, back to back to
0: back. Oh, yeah. Blade as a hero, uh, just in the whole uh, Marvel Comics verse, uh, debuted in the 70s, uh, originally uh, less of a um, Daywalker type guy. He was just kind of like a, a vampire hunter. And uh, but over the years, uh, he would, you know, make appearances in, uh, you know, Dracula, the comic series, as well as Spider-Man, as I know him most from the animated series. Um, He was hunting Morbius uh, in one of the uh, in the crossover episodes. And that's where I remember him. But here's the thing. Blade, similar to his movie counterpart, just kind of gets forgotten about until people have a story about vampires and they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. We have Blade. Who's going to stop them, Blade? Yeah, yeah. And Mm -hmm. so he hasn't really had, um, from my understanding on the comic book side of things, a ton of ongoing comics uh, since like the early 2000s. His abilities kind of range a lot, but it wasn't until the movie that – that portrayal of blade kind of became solidified. So basically they uh, they kind of did a reverse Samuel L Jackson as Nick Fury. Uh so they like they had Wesley Snipes as Blade in the movie and now they're like, "Well, Blade basically looks like Wesley Snipes in the comics." Right. Uh, yeah. And- well, cuz even in the animated
1: one, do, how how much of a crossover like did he look like Wesley Snipes in a- I'm
0: trying to remember. He I- I mean, not exactly like Wesley Snipes, but uh, but uh, close enough because Blades, I mean, Blades hairstyle was pretty much always kind of like some version of a flat high top Mm -hmm. from my understanding. Um, But just like the the sunglasses kind of being like super, super small and really cool looking uh, is how I think they kind of took that inspiration in that direction. Yeah. And
1: practical for a
0: day walker, I mean you got to protect your eyes. Absolutely. Most Get some UV blockers. <laughs> They're very sensitive, especially if I mean, come on, you have any kind of stigmatism. Uh oh,
1: wow. Oof.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you you, you want to protect them.
1: Digging pretty early. <laughs> Normally we record these at night, um like I, after I'm we've fresh. done Everything else, but we're fresh. I mean, a Daywalker movie uh, deserves a daytime recording. That's right. I mean, this is what it looks like when we record during
0: the day. Oh, yeah. Now, so movie studio wise, uh, how this movie got made. uh, Originally, uh, New World Pictures bought the rights to Marvel Comics, and they were set to make a Mexico set Western uh, style vampire hunter movie starring Richard Roundtree. Um, mm. of shaft fame yeah. and so um also on the podcast steel fest <laughs> yeah that's right really- uh, and so they they started developing this film as early as 1992 when ll cool j was interested in playing blade at mm. the time but uh, ultimately uh blade landed over at new line cinema with david s goyer writing the script now New Line wanted to do Blade originally as somewhat of a spoof, like a parody. Uh, David Goyer did not want that. And so he actually pitched the trilogy, uh, the trilogy of movies as almost as a uh, Wagnerian in scope, is what he's quoted with saying. Uh, he also wanted to demystify vampires and treat them as serious villains with a greater sense of realism which i nice. loved i yeah. i just loved how they're like uh why do vampires drink blood just like because their blood can't sustain hemoglobin i'm like oh okay I, okay yeah wow aren't science wasn't expecting science. Okay, I'll, I'll accept that. Yeah. And they also want to essentially establish them as more of a threat than what the 90s previous vampire worldview uh, with Anne Rice's interview with a vampire, which is highly successful. And I want to say it was just like three or so years earlier. But though the drafts predates these movies, uh, it does have a similar postmodern approach to films like From Dusk Till Dawn and Vampire in Brooklyn. But after failing to get Black Panther into production, Wesley Snipes signed on to star as Blade in 96. Here's one of my favorite bits of trivia, because this was my biggest question about the entire movie. Uh, Wesley Snipes described Deacon Frost as the kind of guy who'd I skate uphill. <laughs> Steven Norrington and David S. Goyer love that phrase so much. They worked it into the dialogue. Now oh, they worked th- it in. Yeah. I think working it in is a very generous. Uh, <laughs> you got to s- say sentiment. something. What
1: what, what <laughs> else was he going to say?
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah. So the movie was a bona fide success. And I think it's. It has to be stated like understanding like marvel isn't what marvel is today their household name but essentially think of blade as like guardians of the galaxy it's like it wasn't as widely known as a property uh and uh, honestly like buffy the vampire slayer i think just came out just the year prior uh to this release and so that like people uh just see oh this is just a cool new Vampire Hunter movie. Uh, they weren't expecting this to be like a Marvel. People weren't seeing Blade because it was like a Marvel movie. They're seeing it because it was this vampire action movie. Yeah, its own
1: merit. Yeah, right. way before Twilight, too. Like, all that kind of stuff. Well, And and it got awards. Like, Blockbuster Entertainment Award winner for Favorite Actor for Wesley Snipes. Uh, favorite Villain for Stephen Dorff. Which, I, I really enjoy Stephen Dorff whenever he pops oh, yeah. up. Um. And I thought he was great in this too. Uh, Chris Christopherson got nominated for favorite supporting actor for that blockbuster entertainment award. And I mean, they got, they got nominated for a bunch of different stuff, but even just commercial success, the, the ASCAP film and television music awards, it was the top box office film winner uh, with Mike or with Mark Isham uh, at the helm for the music there. But it, yeah, I mean, I could go on and on with all of these nominations and wins and, again best villain for like MTV Movie Award uh they, they won about that and so um actually this is a funny note Steven Dorff tied uh best villain for the MTV Movie Awards uh with Matt Dillon for there's something about Mary uh <laughs> interesting they just could not decide
0: oh yeah It's too close to call we'll have them share it man that that's amazing <laughs> yeah and with a budget of 45 million dollars this movie went on to make over a hundred and thirty-one million dollars oh. in the box office. Guaranteed trilogy, guaranteed trilogy. That's how you earn that. Yeah, it was followed by Blade Two and Blade: colon, Trinity, mm. uh, where they were both written by Goyer, uh, who also uh, directed uh, Blade Trinity. It was, uh, it was the beginning of a of a of a of a good time. Uh, uh, for Marvel, uh, especially just showing that their properties could be commercially successful because this is at the time where Marvel was selling off their movie rights. Uh, and Marvel got like a very small percentage of the box office, but the studio that, you know, went on to produce it kind of ha- kept a big chunk of that money. And so uh, this was the beginning of Marvel saying, like, maybe we could do this ourselves. Maybe someday, yeah. Now they got it back, and now they can, yeah, yeah. And that's that's how we got Blade. And this movie, I mean, ah man, I was not expecting to be as uh, entertained and terrified by this movie because some of the graphics that they uh, utilize, uh, they they do some. um, Oh, it is graphic. (laughs) Uh, They also use a lot of uh, computer um, graphics that are also blending with uh, a lot of practical like uh, makeup artistry and kind of puppetry. And the blending of the three just make it absolutely terrifying. Very where
1: the wild things are. Oh, Um,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: And especially for the time, very impressive that they were able to pull off some of these visual effects, but it has
0: texture to it. It feels real. Yeah, and there are just so many... Just any time, like, some uh, vampire disintegrated or got turned into a Legend of the Hidden Temple mummy guard, uh, it was was legitimately disturbing, because, like, they... Oh, there's this point in time where, like, these people's skulls climb out of their body and yeah. I was not ready to see that.
1: Yeah, part of the lore of all of this was like the world building was very impressive. Everything from what does it look like to kind of rip the vampirism, vampirism out of yeah. out of a body, to even the the class war between um like purebred born whatever vampires and those that were turned. You know, like, yeah. that kind of like inner vampire bigotry existed, which, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know how unique that was, but definitely in terms of like going deep on a superhero film was more more than expected.
0: Yeah. And I mean the, I'll just go ahead and read you a brief synopsis of the movie. Uh so Blade 1998, that's not what they were called the film, but I would love <laughs> it if that was Blade 98. Uh, it was,
1: at the very beginning I was like, I wonder why they call him Blade. Oh, immediately
0: answered. Yeah. Immedi- oh, yeah. Oh man. Eric Brooks Blade aka the Daywalker. Whoa. Is w- was born as a result of his pregnant mother, Vanessa Brooks, being fed on by a vampire and dying in the process. He has most of their strengths and only one of their weaknesses, having to fight the increasing bloodlust and urge to kill people, hunting down the omnipresence of vampires in the present day, today, uh, along with his mentor, Abram Whistler, played by Chris Christoph, first sin, and Karen <laughs> Jensen, Uh, Played by Nabushi Wright, a hematologist he recently saved, he has to stop the renegade vampire Deacon Frost, played by Stevendorf, from completing a ritual to resurrect the ancient blood god La Magra and turn the whole world into a slaughterhouse. Knowing that that's the story and also just not really knowing a ton about the character, there is so much in this movie that just holds its own merit like i i uh you know moon knight is out currently and i go. know Rele- that
1: relevant midnight relevant. sun's relevant
0: they um and there's i feel like there's so much that like i would need to understand about this character um in order to like and, and i know like you know i haven't watched it yet i've just i got a lot going you haven't watched moon Knight? oh
1: man. I, oh man i want to though two episodes it's basically like watching a movie with these first two episodes oh great
0: yeah. i'll watch it right now um, hold please. But like Moon Knight, you know he has um, he has a lot of lore and he plays into a lot of other um, uh, stories. And he he it, it's a it's a character that has some backstory. But with and, Blade, and deals with the myth- mythology of it, just right. like yeah, okay, yeah. And so some with someone like Blade, though, I feel like you just start with okay, vampires exist, um, yeah. and there's someone who's trying to kill them right and you just kind of go from there and i thought that that was really um a a strength of the story because i remember thinking this kind of feels like vampire men in black almost Mm, where mm. it's like you have a semi-secret society that is trying to defend the natural world from this kind of otherworldly threat uh unbeknownst to anyone else which i thought was really really solid
1: yeah no, I like that. Yeah, because they they definitely don't ease you in to the the vampire nature of it. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't consider that. But yeah, it is very much just like all of these things are true. Set up the world, and it doesn't feel like you know the double mumbo jumbo problem that we were taught about, where it's like you don't get like vampires and time travel. <laughs> uh, and except for maybe in multiverse of madness, we will. Um, <laughs> but they've earned it right yeah, uh, yeah whereas this it all is extrapolated from the one concept of vampires exist right and
0: and then everything else is if this is true what else is true yeah like uh like that whole opening scene like it's like 10 minutes and it's great yeah. uh and they really set the stage for the rest of the movie and and i think that that the, the strength in this movie is that it knows what story it wants to tell. Yeah, it's not uh, an origin story. Like no. the the cold
1: open with the mom is basically all you need. And they're like and then he grew up and was awesome at everything.
0: Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's kind of all you really need to see. However, um CW, I'm sure you're probably uh mm, saying like, well what, what else are we gonna make? What uh, did my <laughs> former employer do? <laughs> I uh think you could make a Blade Teen series. Okay. Um in the, in the style of uh like it's it's Blade, but he's a teen, and it's mm-hmm. it's kind of in between his uh, his uh, you know, his I'm Wesley Snipes Blade, and I'm a Baby Blade. Uh, yeah, I mean, even the Bible cut out that part of Jesus's story, <laughs> and
1: CW is like, I got an idea.
0: Hold up, hold up, hold, hold, hold my up. juice what? box. What's the Riverdale cast up to? Uh, but yeah, in this it, movie was just fun. It was fun and really good, and it held up surprisingly well. Like mm-hmm. even some of the graphics uh, in the movie that uh, are less than great, they still moved in such a way that it felt like it was almost intentional to make yeah. it look so otherworldly. Uh, because most of the effects happen with vampires who are naturally like non-human, uh, but I, I think the real masterpiece of this movie is honestly Wesley Snipes. Yes. I forgot how fit this dude is. We are wa- We are seeing so many wide shots of Wesley just kicking people mercilessly. Yeah. Like, there, there are no, there are very, just as far as, like, an action movie goes, there are surprisingly few cuts um, of, like, the fight scenes. Like, you, you're just cutting from, like, one wide angle to, like, a medium shot but like i mean they they're fighting and they are really duking it out it's
1: really well balanced too because there are a lot of quick cuts like in the club scenes right to disorient the audience but then like just let the action play in the wide yeah
0: yeah i just i just love that like all the fight scenes i'm just watching wesley just go at it and i and i forgot that he that he had that talent and that he dude knows how to fight and act. And it was just it was really, really cool. Yeah. A lot of his mannerisms too. Cause I, like I said, I've never, i
1: had never seen blade before this. My only real exposure to him as a character was from the Marvel Lego games. And yeah. even then there were mannerisms that they directly pulled from Wesley Snipes, like the way he runs while he's holding the blade kind of that. Yeah. It, like a 45 degree Whew. angle thing. Um But yeah, I mean, he is this character, and we'll we'll talk more in later segments, but uh, it's going to be really tough for them to, to separate Blade from what he made because, yeah. I mean, I think that's just the character.
0: And also, huge shout-out to the wardrobe department that decided that his giant leather trench coat needed to have a tiny little hole so that he could sheave his blade within the eye... I I saw that mm-hmm, small mm-hmm. detail and I was like, this movie deserves every award the Academy can throw at them, uh, mm-hmm. and he will just every kick, award catch them Blockbuster every... can muster. Because uh, I just I'm just like that's so, such a great attention to detail, so great. Yeah. More like attention to retail. Okay,
1: oh! let's, let's keep No, 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 no,
0: no. Oh man! And s- something else that they do in the lore is that they really. Uh, like they talk about vampires in such a way that uh almost like Batman begins with, with vampires, like just very effortlessly. Like they talk about um the 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 blood deity that they were trying to resurrect. Mm-hmm. Um and then also how like Blade is known as like the Daywalker as like, you know, one of those uh legends told of your Yeah. I love that he's already famous. Right? That's so helpful. Yeah. Yeah, you know how much marketing you have to pay to like make that happen organically. <laughs> oh man! But I, I think the other cool thing that they really talked about is the lore of the head cannon. Head <laughs> Head is a part of the show where we share a few unique ideas and untold stories based on evidence provided by the film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The movie, I mean it, it fits so effortlessly into like. The world of vampires that has already been established. That I kind of, I'm just gonna say it. Blade is a sequel to Interview with a Vampire. Oh, yeah, yeah. It just makes sense. A lot of and, with that, yeah. Because all you have to do is just show, uh, Brad Pitt just uh just walking down the street. Just <laughs> all you have to do just show him walking down the street with his long hair. Or I think he had, yeah, he had longer hair uh, at mm-hmm. the end. Yeah, just long hair, just walking down the street. Like, okay, great. That's it. That's all we need. All the continuity we need. <laughs> We've done more with less. <laughs> We've done more with less. But I do like the idea that Blade has an alter ego who just works at Sunglass Hut. Um, you know, I, I just feel like, he, yes, he yeah. he has to, uh, you know, spend his time during the day. But I mean, like, why not? How's he funding all this? Yeah, they, they mentioned a little bit that like, they steal from anyone who's in the, oh, that's, the underground. Oh, that's right. They do explain that. Yeah, he's taking their watches
1: and stuff and he pays yeah. for it. with the, Yeah. Yeah, But that's I also right. think, I mean, Sunglasses Hut. I mean, Huts, yeah, yeah. Th- those look like those are custom. So Those late 90s. It? Yeah. Sunglass Hut, heyday. Oh, yeah. Work that kiosk. No, I like that. I like that. That's solid headcanon that he has a daywalker's got a day job. <laughs> daywalker's got a day job any moonlights um no that's uh that's enjoyable i my headcanon connected it to knowing what we know about the upcoming blade film because for me i'm i'm really really struggling with like how are they going to do blade not wesley snipes like yeah that's that's really difficult for me um I love Mahershala Ali. I absolutely do. I think that's incredible casting. In fact, it made recast and remake so difficult yeah. uh, to not just copy that. Uh, but I like the idea of still keeping Wesley Snipes in the continuity of Marvel, which maybe Multiverse of Madness will do that. Um, I love that the Lego Daily Bugle included Blade to still like keep him in that conversation of Spider-Man, uh, just like the animated series. Uh, but for me... I know that uh, the, the the Blade movie coming out is rumored to be set, like, in the 1920s. Um, I love the idea that Blade is possibly, like, a title that is passed down father to son. Oh. And that we could see, like, generations of it. And I know that, like, with yeah. with his mom dying the way that she did, like, it's still possible that it's one of those, like, Bait and switch of you thought it happened one way, but it actually was because of this other thing, or the reason right. that she survived the way she did was because, like the father was vampire, all that kind of stuff. Um, so that the the daywalker gene is being passed down. So I don't know if that's Wesley Snipes is like the father of Mahershala Ali or the other way around, or however yeah. that works. Um, again, have only seen Blade One. Maybe that's explained in in two in Trinity, but um just somehow being like, no, we could have like, kind of like what they did with Shaft, right? We're like, you can have Mahershala Ali and you can have Wesley Snipes. Although Wesley Snipes has said, like, they didn't really call, um, but we all saw the Andrew Garfield uh, interviews. We, oh, yeah. we know how this works. Oh yeah. I feel like you have to honor it, at least in a cameo some way. Um, for what he's done for this character, but yeah, my in my my head Canon then is that this is a generational thing that's been passed down.
0: Yeah, and I th- I also think it would be really cool if they kind of pulled a uh, Dark Knight Rises of like, a, oh, I like that name, Blade, mm-hmm. and uh, they and that's just like has a family name to it. Yeah. Uh, well, and also without going into specifics for spoiler reasons,
1: we know that Blade will be connected to another character that has generational power, you know, and, and adopts a mantle. So I I think that all
0: kind of makes sense. It it aligns. I love it. The thing about blade um, that I think I just love so much is that he like outside of this movie, really like in the comics, he hasn't really been like super commercially successful, but he has such uh, a staying power. And so I, i just love He's definitely made his steak Ooh, <laughs> yes he has yeah it's a phrase it's a phrase look it up it's a phrase. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> made his steak uh and so yeah i i would love to see
1: um you know steak any iteration that's the phrase that just it hit me Stake just claimed yeah any version
0: yeah yeah, which I think leads us perfectly into recast and remake, recast, remake. If oh, this so movie I almost
1: choked on my oatmeal, <laughs> I figured I, if, if any movie I could feed the Blade,
0: yeah, oh. uh, yeah, for sure. Oh, remake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if this movie were to be made today, who would you cast? What would the storyline be? I am going to. Uh, I'm just gonna say I would love a Blade series. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with uh, all of the uh you know things that we talked about I think I've already said like you know the Riverdale pre- uh, prequel um and uh but I would honestly love they made a video game uh, already uh, based off of this movie and I'm going to see if I can find it real quick yeah they they made like a yeah, it was a Activision game that had mixed to average reviews. And it was a prequel, and oh. then it had a separate game for the Game Boy Color um, that was based off of that too. But I really think like an open world vampire hunting game uh, with Blade would be really, really good, yes. uh, and. He, uh, his abilities are just so interesting and just the way that he just moves about town with complete and utter disregard. <laughs> uh, cause I, re- I would love to play the sunglasses hut level. Like, I think that mm, mm-hmm. that would just be fun. Like, what's it? I really want to feel like I, uh, own a franchise. Uh, but I also think, uh, recast remake style wise, ah, uh, that it's tough. Like, I want, I would love to see wesley snipes i just want him to be blade in as many iterations as he can i honestly think this would do well as a uh, animated series especially with uh, i don't know if you watched uh spawn uh it was a hbo animated series uh based off the comic and it had this really awesome art style because like. It was like infinite night i don't think they had one scene take place during the daytime uh and i think that that would be really fun to see in that kind of hand-drawn um more like uh like more scribble textured shadows like it, i think that that would just be really really good that'd be cool
1: i like that style yeah if i had to do a recast and remake uh you know they've already handled a lot of it um I'm sorry. There's the most beautiful bird outside. We don't get this when we record oh, at man. night. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, but to do like old man blade. Basically, oh. where he's been doing this for like centuries. Um, wow. And have um, Captain Holt from Brooklyn nine, nine, Andre Brower, Brewer, Brower. Yes. Brouwer, yep. Uh, I th- I just think he would be awesome. And, uh, yeah, that's basically it. I agree with the video game. I think that would be a lot of fun, even a VR experience. Um, so you can really see through the sunglasses uh, <laughs> at the Sunglasses Hut. Uh, it's but it's...
0: A, the plane <laughs> experience is just a... It's just... It's a slightly tinted view of, like, what your world is. Like,
1: oh, wow. Well, hell. Well, why don't you try these on? And then new sunglasses. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Yeah, but I uh, they even called it out in the movie. He's like, hey, thanks for the sunglasses. Yeah. (laughs) Donald Logue. Um, But yeah, I uh, just want to see this character at different points in his life for sure. So as much as I railed against the uh, (laughs) the teenage Blade, I would like to see it. Um, I'm a fan. Uh, ah. Yeah, and I'm just excited that we get to see more iterations of this character and, and will be what I feel like a crucial part of the MCU moving forward, especially with how uh, otherworldly and like what I would really like. So once Blade comes out in the MCU, I am just waiting for the what if episode that oh. is what if vampires, just like they did with the zombie version. Yeah. You have Blade having to take out all of the zombified or all of the vampire diversions of like Iron Man. Let's see more ways for Iron Man to just get obliterated in what if. Um, (laughs) And just like being able to see him like work his way through the world, I think would be so interesting. That'd be Um, good. And then even what if, what if there were. What if Blade got zombied. Like, Ooh, what does that look like? Does, yeah. does he have to, like, he's got to feed on brains, but he's also got to feed on blood? I don't know. Other that. I don't know what to do with a vampire zombie. What do yeah. you do with a vampire <laughs> zombie?
0: Oh, man. That'd be good. That'd be really great. Yeah, I, yeah I'm yeah i excited. I'm excited for Blade, and I'm glad that, uh, that Marvel remembered that they have him and that they are doing something with him. And maybe some of these head cannons and recast and remix could be fat cannons and i guess recast and remix yeah good for you blade well done well done blade all right now we're going to go into our final segment where we like to give you our reasons to recommend so grayson why would you recommend blade i recommend blade
1: because he is going to be a major part of the MCU moving forward. So doing your homework and seeing where it started, um, like just know, know the backstory, know what they're dealing with. Um, similarly to like how they kept remaking Hulk. Like, I think it was still valuable to, to know the Hulks before it. Um, and also just from what I've seen and heard from Mahershala Ali, uh, like I, I, don't think that this version is going to be wildly different than Wesley Snipes. I think he inspired certain, you know, iconic things about that character and brought it to the big screen to where like to not do certain things that he created would feel uh like a violation of the character, right? Like whoever yeah. plays Wolverine next is going to be doing some things that Hugh Jackman did. You know what I mean? Like yeah. It's just that kind of iconic character so if you have not seen blade uh and you're kind of on the fence about it just know like it is violent it is gory it's got i mean it's on the same level as like deadpool in a lot of ways which is what they're they're throwing out there so um but that being said it is exceptionally cool it's just a cool movie and i can't believe i hadn't seen it till now uh, all three are available on Netflix as of the time of this recording, and just to to explore a pocket, if you're a fan of superhero films, to explore a pocket of Marvel that is kind of overlooked consistently, uh, unjustly, just check out Blade, and I mean you could definitely dive deep into it, um, but I I think in terms of like superhero films, what they are now, this one feels incredibly focused super standalone and you're able to just buy into this character and all credit to to Wesley Snipes and you know the team that that really pushed this across the line especially at a time where superhero films had to stand on their own they weren't connected to anything else so the fact that he just made this made a trilogy of it did it like what an enormous accomplishment
0: and it deserves to be seen. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd recommend this movie, especially if you are like a fan of vampire movies, especially with like if you're a vampire, Twilight or otherwise, because uh, this movie really does exist within the peripherals of all of those movies. Like even if the lore exists differently, um, this movie Uh, It's easy to get into, but that's something that I really appreciated uh, about it is that like, without knowing a ton about any of these characters, um, backstory or like who they are in the comics. Like I felt like I could enjoy the movie regardless. Uh, And it was really, really interesting and entertaining and legitimately terrifying at some points. Like the, The graphics team was working overtime uh, to make just these really unsettling, disturbing images. And it was like, oh, my goodness. Uh, And I can't state this enough. Before the Matrix, like there are things in this movie you're going to be thinking. No, 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 no. They had to. They had to have been part of like the Matrix came out like almost i want to say a whole calendar year later yeah no, um, yeah cuz pre mcu was
1: one thing pre matrix yeah. that shifted filmmaking so severe like it's yeah. a radical radical change and yeah they called yeah. it mm-hmm. blade called it
0: yeah 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 and so um i definitely recommend that you sink your teeth into oh. blade i'm ah. so glad i don't have a garlic allergy i just I <laughs> oh, love garlic oh right the flavoring. Right? I mean, it's I'm so everything. glad
1: that my eyes don't bulge out of my head. My skull explodes whenever I have garlic. Yeah, because that would really ugh, be annoying. God, <laughs> like, oh, they basically go into anaphylactic shock. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, but then the first time she uses it, the head explodes. I think we need to redefine anaphylactic
0: shock. Yeah.
1: Do you need Do you need your EpiPen?
0: <laughs> no, you don't have a head. And that is our review of the 1998 movie Blade. Let us know what you remember about Blade on our social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are at Flashback Flicks. And it would mean so much to us if you could leave us a rating and review on your podcasting platform of choice uh, uh, on a scale of one to five Sunglass Hut franchises. Uh, Yeah, yeah, you got to really expand that market. How'd you
1: rate this podcast? Or or like one to five serums, because you get five of those plugged in, man, we are just growing exponentially.
0: Oh, yeah. Blow up. (laughs) Yeah. Or uh, uh, on a scale of one out of five uh, people ice skating uphill. Mm, mm -hmm. New Winter Olympic event. Yeah. Yeah. Relevant. right, and be sure to tune in next time right here on the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast. Until then, remember to be kind and rewind. Next time on the
1: Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast.
0: With Fantastic Beast: colon, The Seekers of Dumbledore making its way to theaters, we decided to, uh... Uh, reveal a secret of our own Uh, I know where we can find some fantastic beasts They're hanging out underground We are going to be reviewing the 1990 movie Tremors Oh And in no way is this just
1: us Trying to justify Tremors Because we didn't do it for Dune It's yep. not
0: that It's because of beasts Yeah, yeah, it's beasts And it's, it's also not beasts. because I own a, a three DVD box set of Trimmers, uh that has gone unwatched, but fully purchased. And that was
1: The Secrets of Ricky Anderson II. <laughs>